0: Welcome
1: to Arcade Audio. Welcome to Lakeshore in Limbo, an improvised occult noir story told using tabletop role playing game rules. Since our investigators are starting another new case, I wanted to take a minute to welcome new listeners and give you everything you need to jump in here. Any new case is a great place to start listening, but If you want to avoid spoilers for earlier episodes, stop this one, go back, and listen to those. We'll be right here when you get back. If you've never heard of a role-playing game before, it's a storytelling game, where one player, myself, describes the story's world to the rest of the players, CJ, Tina, and Nathan, who play the protagonists and decide what they want to do. We use a storytelling game called FOO, which stands for Freeform Universal, and there are two main rules. One, if the character wants to do something that might fail... That player will roll a six-sided die. The six possible results are, they succeed, they succeed and something else good happens, they succeed but something bad also happens, they fail, they fail but something good also happens, and they fail, and something else bad happens. Depending on their chances, they might roll more than one die, and get to take the best one, or they might have to take the worst one. 2. They've also each got mysterious powers but they have to spend their precious poker chips to use them, and they can only get their chips back by doing stuff I think is cool. Okay, that's it for the rules. Lakeshore and Limbo is a story about Vincent Melody, a detective with a suspicious resemblance to a golden age Hollywood film star who should certainly be dead by now. Played by C.J. Tour, his crotchety alchemist partner, Abe Cohen, played by Nathan Kaplan, and Sassy, a young woman with a criminal past who also used to be a cat. Played by Tina Arfei, and it's narrated by me, James Harvey Freely. On their last case, they saved a newborn baby from being kidnapped into the fairy realm. To do it, they had to discover the secret name of a fairy who had trapped the child's mother in an insidious magical bargain. Abe went to his friend, the ancient alchemist John D., looking for help. John was able to give it, but, bound by the rules of fairy magic, he was forced to require 20 years of Abe's life in exchange. Abe agreed, but when the moment came... He panicked and tried to deflect John's magic. He did, but as a result, Abe's granddaughter paid the price instead. While we still don't know how Vince manages to stay eternally young and to heal people, we did learn that there's something about him that even powerful magical creatures fear to tread near. And as always, Sassy continues to let Vince think he's turned her life around by the mere power of his upstanding example, while she continues to steal everything not nailed down the second his back is turned. Okay, that's everything you need to know to jump in. We're really glad you're here. And now... The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather. At Lakeshore and Limbo. The midnight piece of Logan Square is cracked by the sound of hooves clattering against the concrete and iron-rimmed wheels crunching behind them. It stops before a small storefront. In the phone book, this store is still Reynolds' dry cleaning, but the small scrap of paper taped over the mailbox says, Melody Investigations. On the street before the office stands one-third of Melody Investigations. Abe Cohen, in his pajamas and staring at a tall, sallow man, seated on the box of the coach, which seems to have been driven straight out of the 1800s. The man is topped with a black crepe stovepipe, and the coach is topped with black funereal plumage.
2: It Hello! Is... <laughs>
1: Abe, it is long overdue for you to take your ride. Oh, God, no, are you... Abe Cohen, it is long overdue for you to meet... My employer,
2: okay, who is your
1: employer, the one who greets you at the end of your journey,
2: okay, if you're the grim reaper, you have to tell me that's that's the law. You have to tell me if you're the grim reaper
1: I am the coachman
2: for Abe. the grim reaper
1: Abe. Just look, I'm supposed to bring you, you're supposed to get in, you're way overdue, my man. Okay,
2: okay, just hold on, I gotta grab a couple things. Okay,
1: and he (laughs) waits for you, you duck back into (laughs) Melody Investigations. Vince is in Melody Investigations, he's still up. Vince, what are
0: you doing? God, I need a five-letter word for (laughs) death. Oh, death. Oh, there you go. Bad crossword. Yeah, it's <laughs> very simple.
2: Vince, I need some help. Vince, oh my God. What,
0: what is it? Did you accidentally I, TiVo over one of Frank's shows again? He's going to hate that. No,
2: I don't even know how to use it. Frank the... is okay. We'll fix it. I don't even know how to use, how to use the TiVo. That's why exactly. I did That's it in why the you first keep recording place. Over I, know. Frank's shows. I know. And I'm sorry, Frank. But I think that death is here for me. Wait. One more time. I think that death is here for me. There's a, there is a man. In a stove top hat, S- st- that's what it's called, right? Yeah, you're fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> and he's saying, he's saying, "Come with me to meet." And he's using spooky guy voice, Vince. And he's all black, and it's very spooky.
0: And I'm a little spooked out. Vince, uh, like I imagine, it's like a rolling chair, like just kind of pushes back, and then looks out the window, like just you know, just peeks his fingers up, looks out the window. Uh, does he see it?
1: The man is sitting there, uh, and he's checking his gold pocket watch <laughs> and watching time tick by. All right, drops it.
2: Yeah, that's a spooky man, all right. I'm do not you gonna, okay? I, do you know him? Death? Yeah. Well, the coach—that's the coachman. Y- yes. Oh my God. Yes. Do you know the coachman? Is well, that him? Yes, that is the coachman, of course. And so the coach—does the coachman take you to die? Well.
0: It takes you to death to be judged. Yes.
2: God, that's what I thought. Oh my God. Oh my God. I. Okay, this isn't a thing. I can't. Li- I can't One die thing, right now. Can I?
0: Can I? Can I clarify? Sure. There's lots of agents of death. Sometimes it's a coach woman. That's right. This I is think. so far. This is a coach man. In this okay. Well, I'm assuming it's sure. a. Diss- Thank you. No problem. I just uh, pop up from behind <laughs> the couch. <laughs> Sassy, it's
3: time? a coach person. <laughs> yeah.
1: I. Sorry. Right. Sassy was behind the couch, waiting, listening. Even though Sassy has recently gotten her own apartment, habits Wait. die hard, and she still sleeps under the couch sometimes.
0: <laughs> Hold Wait a minute, there's something very odd here. Abe? Yeah? Have you
2: died? I don't think so. Well... I think I'm... I mean, well, The Cushman yeah. shouldn't appear but, unless you die. Okay, so here's the thing. You know that flask that I drink out of sometimes? Yes, you're a 5 o'clock flask? My 5 o'clock flask. Yeah, and I say, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, might as well be here that every is, time yeah, I, I drink out of You're an
3: alcoholic it. and we're all well, sad yeah, about yeah, it. No,
0: we have an intervention planned in a few days. I'm 120 years old. What?
3: I don't get it. I drink... <laughs> How long do people live? Oh. I don't get it. <laughs>
0: that's, that's quite old. Hundred, is it old? A hundred I really, is well-aged.
3: I don't know. I'm like nine.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. You're nine. You're 120. We all know that I'm about 100, so yeah. I can understand why your reference point would be very off.
3: I'm pretty sure I'm going to die in like 11 years, so... Well, unless, uh, well, anyway, then
0: we'll deal with your coach person when
3: they get here. <laughs> yeah. But right now, we have Abe's coach person. Yeah. I'm
2: I'm 120 years old. I've been I've been brewing a, a potion of some sort that has at least been extending my life. Okay, for fair. Basically, I mean, since I was like 20. What does it taste like? <laughs> it doesn't taste great. You've been drinking since you're 20 yeah. and you still look like this? I age slowly. Oh. It makes me age slowly.
0: Well, there still should be a cause of death. I mean, right? You, you you look elderly, but not one who should have died of old age by this point. No, I don't think so, no. I mean, unless there's anything that's pro- uh, hastened your demise? Well, there was that thing with John D., but
2: like I told you all, that just affected my granddaughter, I think.
0: All right. Um, I don't think it affected me. Sassy,
2: hmm?
0: I think maybe we should go have a conversation with this coach person.
2: Yeah, can you guys just come out and just, like, yeah. help me out? <laughs> you want me to rough him up? Maybe. Good
1: luck. <laughs> we go downstairs. Uh, you guys exit, and you see the coachman, and as you uh, come out, he straightens back up because he was kind of slouched over, and he goes, I
0: am only here for Abe Cohen. Uh, p- perfectly fair. Is it possible, there that we could see you manifest? Uh, highly irregular. I understand, but professional courtesy. Uh, very well. And...
1: he doesn't even think very hard about what that means Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and he pulls out a little pocket book uh, and there are all sorts of names on it and most of them just have like little check marks next to them and then you get down to Abe's and there's a check mark next to it but then the check mark is scribbled out another check mark check mark scribbled out and then there's like a question mark written next to it a different pen the handwriting changes and there's, like, a post-it note underneath it. It's, mm. like, refer to management. Um,
3: <laughs> and
1: the guy points to it. He's like, I'm pretty sure. This one, the last guy who had this job left this one on my Trello. So I'm supposed to get this one.
0: Fair. But you can understand the confusion around this. And it feels unfair to risk a man's life on what could possibly be a miscommunication.
1: Ah. Uh, that's Fair. It gives Vince, a thumbs up. <laughs>
3: How long uh, you been doing this?
0: I am new. <laughs> oh, I
3: get it. I get it. Um,
0: could it be possible that uh, we have a parlay with your boss? If not, we'd be glad to. No one sees my
1: boss until well, the end of their journey. Perfectly fair. Can I
0: send a communication back with you then?
1: Ooh, also highly irregular. Well,
0: as you can tell, it's an irregular entry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty irregular
2: situation going on in general.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Very well. I I suppose. Here's what I'll do. I'm going to... Here, take this slip, and it's going to say, Pick up Attempted. Uh, just, I... You're obviously here, uh, but I just need this for my records. Uh, take this, and okay. then... Okay. All right. And then it'll say, like, when do we want to try this pickup again? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then what is your message?
0: Oh, uh, send that... Uh, I would just like to say to your employer that I feel there may be a miscommunication due in part to some irregular activities on our end, but if you check quite clearly, I believe that Abe is still alive. Very well, Uh You'll hear from me in three to five business days. Oh, that would put us right on a Sunday. The The business days. So we've got the weekend. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend. That's true, true. It's Memorial Day weekend. So Tuesday? Tuesday. At the earliest. At the earliest. All right,
3: thank you. Hey, you know what? You take your time with that. Okay, you're new, and you take all the time you need to learn the job well.
1: Very well. Okay? I shall return. We got your back. You will see me... Again.
0: Tuesday at the earliest. Tuesday at the earliest. And he clatters
2: away into the night. Spooky guy. That was a spooky guy. He was pretty spooky. Yes,
0: uh, Abe, so you've been prolonging your life with this elixir Uh, as an alchemist. I understand it's of your own making. You haven't made any bargains with anyone to do it. It's solely your own endeavor.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is just basic research that I've done.
0: All right. Well, then in that case, it won't be too complicated to try and talk our way out of this, but just in case, I'd create some documentation of what you're using to keep yourself alive.
2: Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have been doubling the recipe recently. Come again? I've been doubling the recipe
0: recently. Hmm. Alright, I just want but. to make sure... Uh, Vincent uh, would like to do attention detail, but what he's literally doing is checking his pulse <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see if he is in fact alive. Yeah, you know, yeah, just basic yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I mean, it's just a little stupid bit. But, I got a yes, but.
1: Uh, you do check his pulse, but it's not stealthy at all. You slap your hand onto his neck. Yeah, like: just,
0: yeah. I'm just going to check. Slap.
1: Sure. <laughs> uh, is there a pulse? Uh, yes. Okay. Abe is still very much alive.
0: Why are you I,
3: doubling up?
2: I've been giving half of it to Jess. Who?
0: Your granddaughter? My granddaughter. Oh.
2: A
3: okay.
2: few
1: weeks ago, Abe got a very angry call from a woman he hasn't heard from in a long time. Abe, do you want to tell him about it?
2: Yeah. My my granddaughter, Jessica, aged 20 years because of me. Hmm.
0: The doubling up may have been the problem that while the solution you have is chemical, there because we're dealing with magic, might be a spiritual element to it, and death was only willing to overlook one transgression, and yeah. by doing two, you may have caught their attention.
2: I don't even know if she's been taking it or not. I've been leaving it for her but I, I don't even know if she's been
0: well, using it as I said I think we should turn the office and get uh, paperwork in order for the Tuesday visit I still want to enjoy the Memorial Day barbecue we planned
3: yeah, yeah
2: that would be nice uh, as
1: you close the door to the office a long white cane tipped with a rubber ball shoots into the crack preventing <sighs> it from closing at the other end of this cane is a man with short-cut, tight blonde curls and a shark-skin suit. He looks like someone with pockets money would feel at home in. Yes. His face curls into a leer, and he holds out a long, thin box. Hello, my name's Sam. I uh, am here on the behalf of uh, an employer who will be visiting briefly or I should say, we'll be visiting in short order. <laughs> I've got a, a little bit of preparation to help you guys get ready.
3: He's holding a box out. Yeah. I'm going to swat at the box.
1: He sort of jerks it back. Very. And I'm going to reach for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Keep going. the microphone. <laughs> You do manage to get it from him. And as you're doing that, as you're interacting with this thing in his hand, you notice the cane and you notice uh, his eyes aren't moving. Sam is blind. Um, oh. But he, as you are swatting the box and he, like, realizes that you're, you know, trying to knock it out of his hand. He goes, oh, just take it, and he shoves it into your chest.
3: Oh, once I get it, I'm immediately bored with it.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Sam, a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Do you have a last name?
1: Horseman. Horseman?
0: Wait, so many blank men today. Uh, Do you know the
2: carriage man? What? (laughs) Anyway, hold on, hold on.
0: Ahem. So, you'll need some sort of preparation? In
1: order no, to- you'll be needing the preparation, my friend. Go on. Have a look in the box.
0: Uh, I'm bored of it already. Vince takes it from the board, sassy, and carefully opens it. Inside, you find three very heavy black
1: blindfolds. They're not just strips of cloth, though. These are, like, you would see these... In a very serious situation where somebody was definitely not supposed to see something, they're contoured to your eyes, they're foam uh, on the inside so that they block out all possible light. He says, you're going to want to put these on. Mm -mm. Can I stay in my gym jams? You can stay in your gym jams.
3: Okay. I need to see. I don't like not being
0: able to see. Sassy, I have a feeling that it would be dangerous to see.
1: Ah, smart man. I figured we could probably use an occult detective in this particular situation. I don't love that I'm not getting to handle this one personally, but...
0: Have some experience with the rough stuff,
2: do you?
1: <laughs> a little bit.
2: Is this going to be a Medusa? Are we dealing with a Medusa? Hey,
1: well, why would you just say it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Medusa. She's not Medusa. Her name's not Medusa. Gordon. Okay. She's a all right, let's, can we go inside? All right. <laughs> can we take this inside?
2: God, nailed it in one. Yeah, that's the best I've done so far. <laughs> anyway. Please
1: bring this inside. Yeah, can no, you no, not fair. talk about this on the street? No, no fire. Yeah, let's we to... go, inside. Uh, we go inside.
0: Just as we go up and fix things, um, out of curiosity, just because my own experience with Gorgon is quite limited, do you have any idea what would happen to, say, a specter that were to observe her? Oh, that's a good question. Untested and
1: untried. We'll,
0: take, we'll tell Frank to say in the or bathroom. we have not referencing by name so we can keep that a secret from our guest. What did
3: you say about Frank? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nothing. Don't worry about it. He already. You just
2: asked if there if it happened to his specter. I think he can assume. Sorry,
3: yeah. we're being so frank with you. Oh
0: good cover. I wink at Tina.
3: <laughs> <laughs> By which I mean Sassy. <laughs> CJ winked
0: at Tina at the same time that Vincent winked at Sassy. It's a new story one. situation.
2: <laughs> and both and both Nathan and Abe got jealous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh great. So um Vincent uh is going to as he walks in. This is just pure being very cautious really takes it in the room and where everything is mm-hmm. before he blindfolds himself. Smart. Just in case I need to move around and I kind of know where everything is. Uh, just seeing if anything's moved, just in case anything goes bad that I, I can be like, oh, I glance and saw where Blank was. Mm-hmm. Thank That's you. a good idea.
1: He hands you the blindfold and says, well, go ahead. She'll be here any minute. Huh? And yeah, she's a Gorgon, but don't, look, don't don't let on that you know. That's bad for me cuz you don't think I told you. People don't just guess,
0: Gorgon. Well, it's kind of our business. Yeah. Uh, real quick. We'll be cool. Real quick um uh, Vince is wearing a blue sports coat, and he's going to change into a black one so it matches the blindfold. <laughs> 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 oh, that's right. You had mentioned there was something else
1: you wanted to add to your outfit.
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to say when we went outside, but I, I, I believe uh, Vincent wears, when he, when he goes outside from now on, is going to be wearing a pure white trench coat. Which would be impossible in his line of work, except the fact that I am now allowed to superficially clean it as I go about my day.
1: Fantastic. Thank All you. right. Uh that's hanging up on the uh yeah. coat hook. And Vince gives it one last loving look before he puts his blindfold on because that's what he spent the money from the last case uh, on.
2: Yep. Yep. Abe has spaghetti sauce that is on his <laughs> gym jams. And he's still just like it's like dried spaghetti sauce that he'll pick out every once in a while. Bed spaghetti. <laughs>
1: And what's sassy wearing? (laughs)
3: Um, You know what? She didn't put too much thought into it, and honestly, it's just a really long shirt. (laughs) I'm
0: glad you greeted the embassy of death that way.
3: (laughs) You all slip
1: your blindfolds on, and he says, all right, she'll be here in just a second.
0: This is so crazy. It's like I'm experiencing this adventure as a purely auditory medium.
1: There's a knock on the door, and you hear Sam open the door up. There's a low susurrus of hisses as footsteps cross the threshold, and you hear the chair creak as someone sits in it.
3: I hate all these sounds. (laughs) Uh,
1: Who do
0: we have the pleasure of having in our presence? You can call me Marble. Marble?
1: Yes. Mm. Miss Marble.
0: I took you for granted. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Hmm? Miss Marble?
1: Miss Marble.
3: Marvelous Miss
0: Marble. Uh, You've met my associate Sam, I believe. Mm. Yes, Uh, very kind and has done so to keep us prepared for your arrival.
1: Excellent. I'm a private person, you might say. I'm a private investigator. Perfect. Then we should get along famously. I have a job for you. I'm being blackmailed. Oh. Mm-hmm. Indeed. As I said, I'm a very private person, but somebody has acquired a photograph of me and this is not the sort of thing that should get out.
0: Does a photograph of your visage carry the same ramifications as seeing you in person? I didn't tell them anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guessed it pretty quick. Well, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, Miss Marble, I guessed it pretty quick. I which mean... To be fair, your name is is very appropriate for what you do.
1: Ah, it's also appropriate for my line of work and really? You just guessed what I...
0: Well, we were asked to be blindfolded and usually sight-based mystical... There's only so many creatures that it applies to. Oh, it's
3: kind of like our job, she says, as if she was even (laughs) close (laughs) to guessing that.
1: (laughs) Very well, yes. I am a Gorgon. I have been in a line of work pertaining to statuaries since mm. <laughs> time immemorial, but recently it's become far more lucrative now that there are such things as black markets and the internet. Far easier to communicate, you understand,
2: yeah, without seeing people.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, without seeing people yeah. or being seen. Sure. But now somebody has taken a photo of me. You see, I was working in my studio, and I prefer to work under the cover of darkness, and suddenly a flashbulb went off. A flashbulb? A flashbulb. In this day and age? Tell me about it. All right.
3: hmm.
1: I'd managed to track the perpetrator to a detective's office in Athens, but that's where the trail went cold. Athens, Georgia? No, sorry, Athens, Greece.
3: Oh.
1: Then why come to Chicago? Well, I'm getting to it. Oh, we're (laughs) sorry. Because this is where the closed exhibit is gathering. You see, I work with a very select group of individuals, the greatest antiquities thieves in the world. There are seven of us in total, And we communicate anonymously under pseudonyms, mine being Miss Marble. And this, Memorial Day weekend, is going to be the first ever meeting of the closed exhibit. So
0: you're saying seven... Very talented art thieves are gathering here in Chicago.
1: Oh, antiquities, art, usually things from the ancient world, which makes my line of work very lucrative. I can just sort of come up with statues. I know where they're all buried. How were you
2: going to meet them?
1: Ah, I was planning on sending Sam under my own pseudonym, but I think... Perhaps I'll send you, because my blackmailer is certain to be there, because they are certain to be one of the seven. Six, I suppose.
3: Why is that certain?
1: They are the only people I communicate with, and I've been told that if I don't offer up a certain statue belonging to me, then they will show the photograph to every person at the convention. You can see how that would compromise my income
2: So your photograph can also turn beings to stone?
1: One would assume from the state of the detective who took it.
2: Oh.
3: You found
1: him? I found him. It's an interesting theory I've never taken the time to test, but I suppose it must have acted slightly slower than uh, the actual article, but it was effective nonetheless.
0: could also possibly explain the old-fashioned camera. There could possibly be making some sort of chemical to keep the magical effect going. Interesting theory.
2: Is is the mirror thing true?
1: Indeed. Okay. In fact, take a look at the statue I've been instructed to bring and you hear Sam thump a box down on the table and she, he says, yeah, take a look at it.
0: Um, Alright, so Vincent is going to plant his eyes downward directly down at mm-hmm. the desk. Just slightly lift the uh, blindfold up just to see what is directly in front of him on the desk.
1: Vince, I want you to roll one
0: die. (laughs) Oh, boy. Bye, everybody. No, that's a yes.
1: (laughs) All right, it's a straight-up yes. Very lucky. You lift the box, and inside, there is the screaming head of a woman with snakes for hair. You can see that there is a, a stone spinal column coming out of it, but it's been severed as though with a sword. But... All over this stone head, there are chips and cracks sort of erasing the visage. It's not quite what it was. And you get the sense that this is why you are safe to look at it. It's mm-hmm. very old. And she uh, waits for you to put your blindfold back on and goes, that's very dear to me.
2: I understand. Um, and that's, is that the statue that this person is wanting?
1: Indeed. <clears throat> if I don't send each person at the gathering a stone finger... To indicate that I'll auction off the head. Then they're going to show the photo to each of my contacts one
0: by one. Oh, fascinating. So they're not blackmailing you to deliver the statue directly. They are blackmailing you to put it up for auction? That's
1: what this is. At this gathering, each person brings one great treasure to auction off to the other thieves. Interesting. Sort of a competition. Can we ask what you were planning on bringing? It would have been statuary, but not this. This is personal.
0: Miss Marvel, your case is fascinating, I'm not going to lie. However, I try to keep a certain clientele. And I do have one question for you before we decide whether or not we're going to take this case. Go on. These days, how fresh are the materials you use to create your statues? Oh,
1: you don't need to worry about that. They're quite old, or they deserve
0: it. Hmm. I'd be interested to make a guess as to how you judge a person, so
1: Quality of behavior. You wouldn't want the most upstanding citizens of Greece vanishing. Such things would go noticed. But, say, if, a, uh, oh, a known criminal or a known ringleader vanishes, well, no one's going to look too heavily
0: into that. Well, you've just caught my attention, and I may peruse who's gone missing lately, and if your story is correct, we should be fine, and I certainly don't want a photograph with your abilities circulating, so nor I. Are you rich? Yes, cool. very
2: I I really mean this as nice as I can possibly mean this.
1: Sam clears his throat goes <clears> throat>
2: I just I don't know how many times in my life I'll ever get to meet a gorgon. And I gotta ask. Oh boy. Oh boy. Do you have a snake body as well as snake oh, hair? Oh my god! Oh, she stands up, and you hear the
1: chair flip over I'm backwards.
2: So, I, listen, you'll understand you understand my ask curiosity. That, I man. do. I. It's just. It's just. I got no I got. I. I was interested. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that's rude. It is.
1: <laughs> and you feel, slight little licks around your temples, oh. and feel hot <laughs> breath in your face. And there are licks on all sides of your face simultaneously from tiny forked tongues, and she whispers in your ear, "There are some things you're better off not
2: knowing." Fair point. This has been a spooky night for me.
1: She's <laughs> 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 fair,
0: no matter what happens to you. He's not going to get here till Tuesday. That's <laughs> true. It's true. Yeah, Abe is immortal till Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says,
1: "I'll leave the address." On the table, and the event begins tonight. It will last tonight
0: and a day. Good luck.
3: Are you flying us to Greece?
0: Hold on. It's in Chicago, the convention. Oh, that's right. Do we need to bring anything to prove that we are your...
1: Ah, here's the invitation I received. Thank you. It's good for one person. Mm. Good luck.
2: No date? (laughs) Also, wait, real quick, um... Wait, never mind, I forgot what I was gonna say. Wait, one more thing. Oh, never mind, sorry. Hold on. Hold on.
1: Hope it wasn't important. It,
2: uh, it wasn't wasn't. It I'll wa- get there. <laughs> uh, oh boy.
1: Well, okay, I'm backing out the door now. Okay,
2: that's fine. Go ahead. All oh, right. I remember what it is. Is there any way to uh guard yourself aside from just like not looking like if one of us were to like breeze by the photo Mm -hmm. is there a way for us to like protect ourselves at all
1: none I've ever found great good luck and you hear the door
0: slam hello Uh, Frank you can come out now thank you
2: Frank is there a Gorgon still here
0: Cool. All right, we take off the blindfolds. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, free blindfolds though. Huh? Yeah. This is a nice blindfold. Yeah. I needed to sleep my ass. This is great. What you find in
1: front of you is the box with the head still in it. Uh, it's that statuary head that she gave you. Uh, but in front of you, scattered like matchsticks, are a bunch of of marble fingers six marble fingers and as you look at them you notice that inside at at the severed ends of them you can still see bone and perfectly petrified tissue yes.
0: well this seems of course to be the remains of a corpse of a previous gorgon
3: i'm gonna take one in my mouth oh
1: did she
0: turn to stone <laughs> nope <laughs>
3: okay I'm just going to uh, very uh, carefully reach uh, into it. Uh, all right, uh, I hold
0: up. Uh, I hold up a treat with the other hand. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> something more high value. I uh, <laughs> might be thinking of dogs. Yeah. Well, I know, but half human, half cat is dog. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that true? Is a Cats dog like halfway treats. between yeah. a human and a cat? You, can, I can distract my cat with treats. Fair enough. Cats I like op- treats. If I open a can of tuna, she will let go of whatever else she's doing. All right. Does someone say tuna? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I feel like we have to get this photo out. Whether or not we're going to deliver it to Miss Marvel is a possibility. What? The problem we have is apparently only
3: one of us can go to this convention. Oh, it should be you, right? Considering how fancy you look all the time. Thank you so
2: much. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this may be my last three to five business days on Earth, so.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the thing I'm sorry. Did she say where the convention was? She
1: left you the address. What is the address? What uh, kind of building is it? It is called the Red Lotus
0: Hotel, and you okay. know exactly where it is. It is a hotel, so we can have people there
3: yeah. at the
0: hotel otherwise.
3: I'm sure I can find my way in.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Sassy, so you should be, hopefully, I'll try to communicate to you the rooms of the people there and have you breaking in around. Does that make sense?
3: Oh, I... You want me to break into someone's room? Well, That's crazy. Are you sure? Oh, I would if for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Abe, how do you think your talents are best spent?
2: That's a great question. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Abe prepares his PowerPoint presentation about his. <laughs> <laughs> how to best utilize me, Abe?
2: <laughs> Normally, what I'm real good at is researching stuff and letting you guys know what's up. We already know what the spooky thing is.
0: Do we, though? We don't know what the other six members... Oh, that
2: was another question that I meant to ask, but I chose the snake question instead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Think back on that real now, fast. <laughs> uh, the,
2: the question I was going to ask is, are they also mythical creatures of
0: some sort? Possible. Potentially. But they haven't met before. I don't know how much so. information she could have given on that. I imagine she'd be forthcoming if there was something truly dangerous. Yeah,
2: at least one of them knows that she's a Gorgon, though.
0: Mm-hmm and at least maybe possesses the ability... That that was just a theory of mine, to concoct a film that would capture her magical essence. I'm going to assume that at least one of them is well-versed in magic, maybe enough to cast a few spells or whatnot. I mean, well-versed
2: in magic enough to know that a Gorgon actually exists.
0: And who knows what ancient artifacts they could have at their disposal. Yeah. Maybe quite powerful. Yep. Hmm.
2: So I guess that's what I'm there for, is to be your, (laughs) like...
0: I, Appraiser. What I would love to uh, do is, if there was some way I could communicate with the two of you, whilst the convention is going on, and do you t- and do you communicate to what you two should be looking for around the hotel. Is there any kind of Frank- portable <laughs> phone? <laughs>
3: <Okay>.
0: <laughs> oh, we have Frank.
2: He can do yes and no. <laughs> well, we can send him back and forth at
1: least. Uh, you knows uh, Frank goes over to the desk, and he pulls out uh, earpieces and wires. Of course.
0: The junior detective kit we sent away for. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> ate all those Cracker Jacks for a reason. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, you're right. We pro- uh, we had such equipment. And that's fine. I, I was just actually wondering if there's a mystical way, because I'm afraid of people checking for, like, earpieces or whatnot. Mm, we could absolutely try risking earpiece. Yeah, that's... I, I don't know of anything off yeah. the
2: dome about...
0: Yeah, let's Sierra know this. Uh... So, I'll, I'll put in an earpiece which will allow me to communicate, but I can't really talk to you, so I'll have to be speaking in code as I go along.
3: Mm.
0: That sounds like it's going to be difficult for me. <laughs> well, at least it's <laughs> like based on our past, you know? I understand, but as I meet people, I'll try and give details. Sure. Yeah. And we
3: to... can talk. Yeah, well, we can talk to it. each other. Hopefully,
0: Hopefully me. yeah. You. can. Yeah. And you can ask, you know, I yeah. can answer as best I can. Sure. Uh, we need a phrase if I'm in incredible danger.
2: But that I'm hard as a rock. No, that's not. That, that doesn't work. <laughs> and they Heart said is hard as a rock and
0: set off for. No. <laughs> um. uh, I don't. I don't mind the rock pun. Uh, <laughs> sure. Let, let's say uh, it's certainly a rocky situation. Rocky situation. A
2: rocky situation. Rocky, rocky situation. situation. Yeah. Rocky situation. All right.
0: Very good. And um, yeah, I suppose that's that, that's oh well and good. Uh, I suppose we'll have to bring the head with. I guess I'll have to bring the head with me and the fingers.
2: Also, does this seem like the best use of my last three to five days on Earth? Well. Fi- I guess finding, yes, finding the, okay. I look, uh, yeah. Bury
3: yourself in work, okay? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, stressed. You need to focus up. Yeah.
0: Save some lives. Maybe we'll right. give you some bonus points. If sure. we fail and you do get judged. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, you set
1: off into the night, leaving Frank to close the door behind you, like you always do. <laughs> Uh, you make your way downtown, and the Red Lotus Hotel, in the heart of downtown Chicago, looks to be a photographic negative of a gala opening. Rather than searchlights advertising this event, every streetlight on this stretch of road is mysteriously out, and instead of a procession of limousines, six black cars, headlights doused, stand before the opening. Most cars are now empty. Only one still contains a young woman, black hair to her waist and denim skirt to the ground half out of the back seat, furiously pecking at her laptop, a briefcase at her feet. At the door to the hotel, an enormously tall, bald man, slender as a swallow in his tails, is shaking the hand of a man with a military build and bearing. The only hairs out of place are the ones on the back of his head, where the thick black hair has begun to vanish. That guest holds a small black box in his hand, and behind these men stand two guards in black suits scanning the invitation just handed to them by the guest you guys are just at the periphery of the light coming out of the door that nobody's seen you yet what are you gonna do
0: i just realized this is kind of a fancy hotel i mean it is possible I, they take guests but i imagine it's going to cost a good deal
3: are there um is there still staff around
1: that's interesting. As you look around, you don't see anybody, but a few movers are standing at attention next to the guards, waiting to see if they need to move any large objects
0: into the hotel. I'm rented out the whole place.
3: Yeah, my thought is essentially to like take over, like kitchen staff, server, cleaning.
0: Kitchen makes sense. They like, still have to eat. It'd probably be the least secure.
3: Right, and and kind of take clothes and and just go and. All right, wish me luck. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck.
2: Uh, Both of us are So are we both going to try to be servers? I think that's probably the best idea. Did
3: we come dressed, or do I have to go and get us some clothes? I'm naked as a J. Oh, I will say one
0: thing, Abe. Yeah? And I don't know if this will help, but I don't know if I'll be able to talk to you, but it was just something I thought of. I don't know what would happen to you if you saw the photo and you were already made of stone. Oh. Yeah. That's, a, that's pretty That's kind of cool uh, Just Worse comes to worse Yeah
3: yeah yeah, yeah. No Last absolutely. time he tried to Change himself into something I understand. And deal with and something like, like didn't go it's, it's a great It's
0: pure suicide it's gambit But maybe it'll be Better than nothing
2: I mean again I may be dead in Three to five <laughs> days So Right
1: Alright uh, So We're going to follow Vince first as he makes his way straight up to the door of the hotel. And he passes the woman in the car who is pecking away at her laptop. Vince, as you pass her, you notice she is furiously writing lines of code.
0: Okay. Uh, so Vince, by the way, uh, Vince is usually very formal, even like old-fashioned in his suits. Mm-hmm. But this one, he has taken a more outrageous kind of artistic look. Okay. He has what is like a dark green suit oh. with a purple shirt and uh, his usual touches of silver and gold, like his gold tie clip and whatnot, and so has his silver walking stick. Uh, with his uh, pure white trench coat draped across his soldiers, he has the box under his arm, mm-hmm. and he is uh, walking up. As you walk up, the man with the
1: small black box is waved through the door by the guards, uh, and the tall man turns his attention to you and says, Welcome. I'm Mr. Obsidian. It's a pleasure to meet you. And who do I have the pleasure?
0: Would you be gold or marble? Very astute of you. I am, in fact, the mouthpiece for Miss Marvel. The mouthpiece, you say? Yeah, she... Wanted to make your her presence uh, known, but due to some complications, she will be speaking through me. That is a disappointment. I understand, but I guarantee you, I have something here that will not
1: disappoint. He looks down at the box and goes, "Ah, you've brought one of your treasures. Phenomenal, indeed." I can't wait to see at the auction what you've brought. Still, that will put a damper on some of the games, not having the actual thief here herself.
0: I can assure you that uh, she sent me in her place because I am not unversed in your particular industry. Hmm. A rising star, perhaps. Well everyone has to start
1: somewhere. <laughs> Indeed. I started as a mere pickpocket on the streets of Cairo.
0: Oh, fascinating.
1: Yes, well... I would love
0: to hear more about you. Oh, once again, Mr. Obsidian?
1: Obsidian it is. Uh, pic-
0: uh, simple pickpocket.
1: A mere pickpocket, but I rose quickly through my aptitude.
0: And can you quickly describe him real fast again?
1: Uh, he is very tall, very thin, uh, and he is wearing a tailcoat. He's completely
0: bald okay. uh, and just very smooth. Wow, I can't imagine a pickpocket Pocket from from Cairo, and here you are, standing very tall, bald man, slander. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I uh, just uh, can't imagine you as a child.
1: <laughs> I was much shorter then. <laughs> Went we all
0: anyway. Weird interaction we're having. <laughs> I'm an uh, artist, and off I go. Uh,
1: you are uh, you are given a pat down by the guards. Um, I want you. Are you wearing the wire? Uh ooh, I am in my ear. Um Alright, then I want you to roll one and we'll yeah. see how you do. I'm trying to think if there's anything I can't turn myself. there's something I can do. Um Yeah. Sassy Finn or Sassy Nabe, is there anything you can do to help Vince there's get no through one with one his <laughs> wire? Can possibly do. I'm trying to think I
3: can I mean, it's it's hard because I feel like I could watch and be like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna we don't want to blow our cover either. Okay. I could manipulate
0: Mm. The, here's the here's the best I'm, here's the best I'm going to do, and if uh-huh. it doesn't work, I understand. But I'm just going to be like, as they pat down, it's like, are you all the security that's been hired?
1: Yeah, that's it. That's just us.
0: <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm just very worried about the the contents of my box. You understand? I, I just don't know if two people are going to be enough. <laughs> We're pretty good at what we do. Well, very good. I I trust you. Name a budget. special force. Name a special. Force. Any special Navy Navy force been in it? Wow, yeah. Marines in it. Eagle Scout. That was one <laughs> disgraced <laughs> and disbarred. <but. laughs> well, all right. Uh, so at best, I'm trying to make conversation to possibly distract mm-hmm. and, sure. and let them brag. And yeah, I'll give you two for that. You've Thanks. kind
1: of—they're very proud of their yeah. uh, various uh, skills.
0: Yeah. Two. Yep. Yeah, that's a two. So that's yes, a but.
1: No- yes, but. Yes, but. Oh, uh, you manage to uh, get through. However, they say. Ah, we can take that walking stick off of your hands. Oh, you understand? I have a bit of a trick leg that acts up every now and then. Hmm. All right. Well, being the kind of gathering it is, we don't like too much stuff coming through here unauthorized.
0: I understand, but as you can see, it's pure silver. It's really more of an art piece itself than anything else. When you
1: say pure silver, the young woman in the car sitting there looks up very quickly, but then very quickly back down to her code. All right, so you did we co- see that? Uh, yeah, you did. You saw that we young woman. We might be
2: dealing with another werewolf, huh? We might be dealing with another werewolf. What? We might be dealing with another <laughs> werewolf. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Vincent is happy knowing his crack team is outside, <laughs> picking up every hint right away.
1: <laughs> Ooh, small and quick. Um, excellent. All right, you make it into the hotel lobby, but we're gonna follow Sassy and Abe really quick.
3: Okay, so let's just kind of scope out the scene. Sure. I need you to be so quiet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the quietest. Nobody's quieter <laughs> than me. Okay.
0: Can I do one thing for them before yeah, we go for to sure. their scene? As I'm walking through, I want to be asking, like, oh, and over there, is that the kitchen? And it, oh, and so can to, hear to my this. right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm oh, just kind yeah. of detailing the floor plan <clears throat> of the lobby. Yeah, so as a matter least- of
1: fact, as you do, one of the guards very prominently points you to the bar. And it seems to be an open bar. There's a young man standing there. He's pouring drinks. The guy with the military build has headed over that way. But that seems to be where the main food service area. It's got to be connected to the kitchen.
0: Great. I just, want, I just like, I want to do their scene. I'm just saying to help them. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of pointing out where areas are. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. We're trying to get over to. Like a back kitchen door. Mm-hmm. Is that something that we're finding?
1: Yeah. You make your way to the back kitchen door, and there is just one guy standing there. Uh, he is wearing chef's whites. What do you guys do?
3: What's he doing? Is he smoking a cigarette? He is. Very cool. Okay. I'm a-
1: <laughs> smoking is not cool. He's not endorsed by I think This podcast endorses cool. smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this podcast endorses vaping, kids.
3: <laughs> so that's the chef. That's the chef. Do you think I would fit better in his clothes or you? Probably me. That's just but like do I want to send you in there alone? I can go with well, you. Well, here's the thing. I think I can get you in.
2: Okay. Probably he... not super smoothly, but
3: Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shoot a dart at his <laughs> neck.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay.
3: Um a sleep dart. Okay. Um I'm going to get as close to him as I can without him seeing me. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be paying attention as No, surrounded. he's enjoying his cigarette. He's just a staff guy. Okay. So I'm going to kind of like go to where i'm behind him ish but mm-hmm. i have a pretty clear shot of like his neck neck area but mm-hmm. I think it works anywhere hmm?
2: i once i get in i can maybe find some like clothes for you
3: or like yeah just open a door somewhere and let me in and i'll figure it oh, sure. out yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so yeah i would like to like kind of aim to right, roll, for, roll with
1: two That is a yes. You, uh, the dart thuds into his neck, and he falls down. Abe runs forward and catches him, so the whites don't get too stained. And you begin stripping him down. Uh, Abe, you look pretty good in his outfit.
0: And
2: does he does he look like me a little bit or not at all? Doesn't look too much like you.
1: That's sure. the problem. In fact, as you look at his face, you're like, oh, that's not that's not close
2: at all.
3: Can you do anything to, you know, make yourself look more? I can make, make myself
2: shift. look like I'm made of marble or uh, make myself look like I'm made of something else.
3: This is... All right.
2: Because manipulate elements.
3: Just kind of keep the hat necessarily... on.
2: <laughs> it might. You could always try. Okay. Oh, my gosh. If we find out Abe
0: can shapeshift... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I guess I'm gonna spend one and try and manipulate my face. Yeah, flesh is a, flesh is an element, and then, so I'm just like pushing it and kind of like molding y- your it. Mud- your mud was it clay facing? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Clay
3: facing.
0: <laughs> like I, I imagine that he has to like, if he doesn't have a mirror, is it like sassy? Just like, sassy's just, like uh, eyes are closer <laughs> together, uh, <laughs> nose thinner. You know, like yeah.
1: actually, okay. So you do get an extra one for the fact that you're using your powers, but you do get a negative because there's you're doing it by sassy's. Uh, so that's just one. It's just one. Let's see if you actually manage to do this. Does he have a beard? No, no. No beard. Well, then
2: this whole thing might be... I don't know if you can, like...
1: We'll find um, out. Push hair
2: in my we'll face. We'll find
1: out. That's a yes, but. Uh, you do manage to make yourself look a lot like him. Uh, it's probably not going to hold for a very long time. You can feel it kind of straining. The muscles want to go back to where they are. Sure. Uh, but he has a beard <laughs>
2: Okay, I'm going to run in real quick, and what I can just let you into the same door that I go in. We can just yeah, walk I'll just in walk together. Yeah, i just walk with you. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll see if we can find some clothes for you. Okay. All right,
1: you guys run into the kitchen. Uh, there is one sous chef standing there, and he looks very startled and goes, Lionel, when would you get a beard?
2: Oh, you know, I've been uh, working for a little bit to grow it out. Oh, you don't... Are you sick? Your yeah, voice yeah, sounds... No, I'm very sick. I'm very... Uh, I, you know, I've got... I've been... You know that thing that's going around... Oh, you shouldn't be working in the kitchen, man. Uh, It's fine. I'll wear uh, gloves and everything. Hey, who's this? Oh, uh, this is actually a uh, my my granddaughter. Wait, how old is how old (laughs) is Lionel?
1: (laughs) It's surprising he has a granddaughter, but not unbelievable.
2: Okay, this is my granddaughter. I was hoping that we
3: could I want to be a some... chef just like him. I, I was hoping we could and maybe you. Get 20,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you? I-, I was hoping that we could maybe get her some uh some w- uh, waiting experience. Oh Jesus. Lionel, I mean you've seen the people we're working for on I, this one. I know, but I thought I could maybe just sneak her in, you know. You know how you know how Lionel does.
1: <laughs> we all know how Lionel does. I'm <laughs> exactly. real
3: I'm real good. At...
1: All, right. all right, kid. He tosses you an apron. He says, "But Seriously, be careful. This is a private gig, and these people are um, tough customers.
3: Have they been rude?
1: Uh, Not yet. Haven't met him yet, but we've been told to be discreet, and he looks very... so they've been demanding. They've been rude, but they've been demanding, right? I mean, well, we haven't served them yet, yeah. but it's gonna be.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have introduced you. Uh, uh, oh this yeah, is... right. Tell her my name. Uh, <laughs> this is this is my daughter. Uh, Hi. I'm uh, sorry. What's your name? Oh. Well, you go ahead and tell her Lionel. <laughs> no, no. This is my granddaughter. Why don't well, you, you want to tell me your name? You don't talk.
3: Wait. You don't talk to women. Is that the thing? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? You think just because I'm a girl, I need you to be introduced by a man? <laughs> uh,
2: no, sorry, my name's Chuck.
3: Okay, nice to meet you, Chuck. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and I come I...
2: back and I'm putting on like some sort of like latex gloves if I can like find them somewhere. Hey, Lionel, your face looks like it's
1: kind of drooping. You
2: okay? Oh yeah, no, I think it's just I'm not feeling great, you know. But I think I'll be fine. I think I'll be fine. Don't Ugh, worry.
3: It's those Memorial Day allergies, it right? Is. Oh boy. And we cut back to Vince.
0: <laughs> so, um. Can I get a glass of honey whiskey straight up? Thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, did you get your key yet? No, I haven't. I just found myself in and, of course, headed immediately to the bar. Yeah, well, standard... Uh, that's
1: sad. Uh, standard <laughs> protocol is you got to get your key before I can serve you. You know, I mean, I know everything's comped, but uh, oh. just for protocol. Terrible apologies. Didn't
0: mean to get you in any trouble. Nah, not at all, man. Uh, so the key's right over by, I assume, front desk? Yep, head on over. Oh, thank you. Uh, keep the honey whiskey cold for me. <laughs> all
1: right, my man.
0: Uh, real fast, as I, as I walk through, did anybody seem... As I'm walking by people, I'm looking for people who might be doing what I'm doing, which is some kind of subterfuge, i.e. walking with a walking stick and no limp, or, you know, like uh, any other detail like that.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. You're detail-oriented. I am very detail. I'm going to give you two. Okay.
0: Two? Uh, Yes,
1: Uh, Okay. So as you get up from the bar, you see the man who was holding the small black box and had the military build and the thick black hair that was going bald in the back, you see that man adjust something under his shirt. But he sees you see him do it. Good. And he gives you a very hard searching look.
0: Bad case of Immortal Day allergies. They're going around. (laughs)
1: Terrible Memorial Day allergies, it's buddy. It's
0: the in the air. It makes me so itchy, and I, like, scratch my shirt, too.
1: Yeah, same, same. Yeah, I've got, uh, I'm breaking out in hives, my man.
0: Oh, and, that, and the worst part is if I take medication, it either makes me drowsy or makes me too wired.
1: Yeah, it's that. That's what I have.
0: That's what I thought.
1: Name's Ruby.
0: Oh, i uh, here on behalf of Marble.
1: Oh, you're not Marble himself? Herself? I guess I don't know. Do you assume genders? No. <laughs> that's why. That's why I checked. Oh, fantastic.
0: Uh, no, fantastic. No, yes, uh, Marvel could not make it, but I am up and coming in the field. And well, their item was so important they felt they could not possibly miss it. Okay,
1: congrats. I can't wait to see it. No, I got a little. Uh, I got a little honey here myself.
0: Fantastic. Uh, well, if you don't mind, I have to go get my key. I didn't realize that they demanded before they serve you a drink. Oh, yeah, they're real tight wads for a place that's an open bar. Well, you must be used to that, being in the
1: military. He uh, kind of is taken aback. He's like, I'm, uh, no, not me. Never been in the military. What makes you say that?
0: Oh, I couldn't help but notice by your dress. As you can tell, I am quite in the fashion. <laughs> no, just, uh, just a regular, just a regular thief. Well, then that—that that is now me making assumptions, and I owe you an apology, and I will buy you a drink. Ah, fantastic! It's an open bar. <laughs> That's why I often <laughs> All
1: right, very good.
3: <laughs>
0: you make your way
1: over to the—you uh, make your way over to the desk and. You're now back in the lobby. Inside the lobby, the balconies of the upper floor rise like the ribs of a giant Mm ribcage. Deep red carpet seems like the muscles connected to the marble pillars and accents which adorn the Red Lotus. At the other end of the lobby from you, a young man with a bellhop cap and a chest adorned with lines of brass buttons stands behind the check-in counter, his eyes flitting nervously to newcomers.
0: Yes, uh, checking in for Marble? Oh oh yeah, absolutely. Here's uh here's your key. Uh your room I didn't mean to surprise you. Oh yeah,
1: no, sorry, I just assumed uh you were Mr. Gold. I was oh, uh, I, still I've heard much about the Miss Ballyhoo to Mr Gold. Well, I, he hasn't shown up yet. His key is still here. Mm. Well, <laughs> you know what they say. Make new friends and keep the old. One is silver. The other is gold. There you go. Yeah, uh, High five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, take the key. Um, can I do another quick glance at the bellhop? Mm-hmm, absolutely. The uh, fail. No is the, no, the best. Oh, well,
1: then you don't notice.
0: No Yeah. Oh, I guess no butt is the best.
1: Uh, all right. You realize that uh, Mr. Gold has not checked in yet, but... The bellhop uh, is kind of looking at his schedule for how long he's supposed to be there, uh, and Mr. Gold still has plenty of time to check in.
0: Mm, interesting. Well, uh, if uh, everything's in order... Um, oh, you wouldn't mind checking my coat, would you? Oh, not at all. I'll take that. And does uh, it say that uh, Vincent has marked his coat with his tra- tracer fluid. oh uh, that's right. Vincent has a special potion brewed by
1: Abe that allows him to trace his coat using his magnifying glass.
0: Yes, just know they're keeping stuff.
1: Uh, yes, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I will hold on to the box if that's all right. Ah, fantastic. And you hear a bell ring. In <coughs> fact, in the kitchen, you hear the bell ring as well. Mr. Obsidian comes and he stands on the balcony overlooking the hall, and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, thieves of the world, if you wouldn't mind, dinner will be served. We have a three-star Michelin meal that has been prepared for us. <laughs> You're really going to enjoy it. We have one of the best chefs in the entire world. Please follow me through to the dining room.
3: Oh
0: man. <laughs> That's where we gotta leave it for now. It's 9:08. To it be fair, Nathan's going to learn to cook in the next uh, few weeks <laughs> before we record again.
1: Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Your review helps other people find our show. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider supporting us and all the other great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio. There you can talk to the performers on our secret Discord server, get a postcard from your favorite character, or dope Lakeshore and Limbo merch. Write to us on Twitter at LakeshoreLimbo, all one word, or at LakeshoreAndLimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina R. Faye. Find her on Twitter at Tina2Cats. Vincent is played by CJ Tor. Find him on Twitter at CJ Tor. Abe is played by Nathan Kaplan. Find him on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. Everyone else was played by me, James Harvey Freedley. Find me on Twitter at James H. Freedley. This work is based on Foo, the freeform universal RPG. Found at http://nathanrussell.net/slash Foo by Nathan Russell and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 Unported License. This episode was recorded at the I.O. Theater. The I.O. Theater is home to Chicago's best improv comedy with shows seven nights a week. They offer classes in improv, writing, and more. Visit ioimprov.com for a full schedule. Our cover art is by Megan McCune. You can see her work at artstationcom snippersar Our music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com.